What's going on, everyone, and welcome to the Deep Rooted Podcast, sponsored by Midnight Entertainment, executive produced by Hustle Vision Entertainment. This is your host, Dominic Powell. I want to introduce my co-host with me for a second. To the right of me, we have Ornella. Hi, everyone. It's good to be here today. I hope that you enjoyed our first episode. We're definitely excited about talking about more topics and um, having some fun, bringing up some controversies. So, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so, the right of her, we have my little sister Aisha. Hi, everyone. It's Aisha. You know, I'm glad to be here today and, you know, can't wait for this random drawing so we can find out what we're going to be talking about. Mm-hmm. And to the far right, we have Marquise, my brother. What's going on, my people? It's your boy. Marquise, you know I mean, aka YC underscore six one on Instagram. Marquise YC Irvin on Facebook. Follow me. And any questions, comments you got on our podcast, you know what I mean? Put them in the, below in the comments. Mm-hmm. Link's gonna be in the description. You already know. All right, ladies, if one of you would like to pick our topic for today. Okay, let's do this. Here you go. all right so today's topic modern day music and how it is shaping the black community oh that's an interesting one yeah all right marquise would you like to start this off oh man (laughs) how is shaping today's music okay man it can go so many levels because just like we can talk about the evolution or de-evolution of music. Yeah. You know what I mean? The evolution, because, you know, we got what they call what it, mumble rap now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like a thing. That's really a thing now, so. These bubblegum rappers. Yeah, but, <laughs> I mean, even before that, just like, when we was growing up, like, our modern day music, that was like, what was that the introduction of gangster rap pretty mm-hmm. much, right? Yeah. Like the nineties, like the early nineties and stuff. So, you know I like I believe like all music like has some type of social engineering property to it, like when it comes to especially like society. Mm-hmm. Like just just look at you can just look at like you know I mean how the young girls are when it comes to like the Nicki Minaj's and the Cardi B, mm-hmm. like, like I seen, like I don't know if everybody's seen it, like, but like when Nicki Minaj hit the scene, like there was like a like a like a paradigm shift, mm-hmm. like yeah. in the way that women like conducted themselves. Everyone wanted to be a Barbie, and yeah. you know, mm-hmm. they wanted to yeah. be on the same wave that she was on. So, yeah. but that was a thing, like you know, no no smoke to Nicki, but. Before her, you already had little Kim. You know that paved the way for the Nicki Minaj. Yeah. So, yeah. You know. But when the Nicki wave hit, it was just like way more girls getting. It was more wigs. like a tsunami than a wave. Yeah, it was some <laughs> crazy like every girl getting colored wigs or getting some type of color hair coloring, uh, just the makeup, the 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 plastic surgery, the fake boobs and the fake butts. Like, yeah. Yeah. That shit was like wildfire. That shit was like a California fire, man. How that shit hit. That was that was crazy. Like I seen so many like I still like it was crazy. Like I still see some like 
girls like I seen when that wave hit, like they still be on that type of time. Mm-hmm. Like Yeah. And then like it was like even like when Nikki like us you know, some people say Nikki's wave and me fizzled out. Mm-hmm. I mean, but they came with another Cardi B wave right <laughs> over, over yeah. that joint. So, mm-hmm. like, I mean, just even from that aspect of just how like females are like when it comes to the music, and then like even just the men's perspective. Like, I mean, we went from we went from I mean hip hop. Mm-hmm. I mean more so like I mean EPMD, Public Enemy, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like more like conscious rap. I mean, that's why I think I call that more so hip hop. You had your battle rap with it also, but it wasn't like, you know. But it wasn't like. Like how battle rap is today. Yeah, like I'm going to shoot you in the face and Mm -hmm. do all this crazy stuff to your mom. It was all about who was the better rapper. Yeah, like. (laughs) Like yeah, like battle rap still got the bars and stuff mm-hmm. in it. Like that, like I will, I will always love battle rap just cause like just the raw, like the raw talent of those those guys, mm-hmm. and then just the bars and it's just a sport the imagination. Yeah, it's, it's really a like a sport. Now. Like and then imagination that they come like the word and they like, come up with their words and like the wordplay how they do the stuff. But like that's pretty much what hip hop started on, and then we went to gangster rap, and then you know that came with like the Crips and the Bloods and stuff mm-hmm. and you know that had men on like that type of time like you know I mean I want to sell drugs I want to be in the gang you know I mean like I'm not cool if I don't smoke weed and mm-hmm. shoot people and all that type of stuff like that's the mind by it. Yeah, yeah and that's the mindset that like you know I mean like we grew up like and you know I mean like that, like you said like that's pretty much how like people's engineered to think like if you're mm-hmm. in that environment like and that's all you see you don't see nothing else like I mean, you don't see the better stuff that's going on in the world, like, or, like, actually, like, fam- like people come together as families and doing stuff, like, for yeah. communities and things mm-hmm. like that, like, like, but even with the Christian of Bloods, like, even before, like, it got to how it is now, that's not how it was, like, that's not what it was made for, like, so, we even go to that. That's and then, the evolution of it. Right? Yeah, and then, like, then we went from that to, like, then rap like went to this crazy like weird kind of like homo era like I, I call it the homo era I don't know I call it it was just like a state of confusion from like I want to say like oh four to like oh eight oh nine it was just like rap was just fucked up like you had fucking Cameron wearing big ass diamonds and pink t shirts and shit <laughs> yeah, everybody was wearing that. fucking like. 5X, 6X t-shirts, like, you like five foot four, like, <laughs> so the fucking t-shirt is, like, down to your knees, and then you got, like, a size 38 waist jeans on. Baggy jeans and everything, yeah. Like, yeah. That's like, how it was, was like, like, yo, I'd be looking, I used to look at pictures, like, I still can look at pictures of myself, like, you can too on my Facebook, like, Real go right, back like, that's how I used to dress 15, also. 20 years, but like, and see how we used to dress, like, like yo, long why did we to come used to dress like that? that? was that era, though, but yeah, now but, you have guys, like, wearing jeans so tight that, like, you know. But the crazy thing is just the influence of music, <laughs> and you watch the music videos, mm-hmm. like, yeah. even that yeah, back then, like, dress. when we was watching the music videos, that's how the dudes was dressing, like, yeah. and those was the dudes we wanted to look up to, Cause like you know I mean like like I said like when you in the hood like or you in you're in like you know what I mean where you're raised like if you don't have too many positive you don't have a lot of positive role models to look up to you gonna look at the 
the the superficial shit to do with the with the shiny with the shiny jewels and stuff to mm-hmm. do with the nice car to Thank do with the money you know I mean yeah. the dude on the TV you know I mean flossing with all the ladies and stuff in the mm-hmm. music video in the mansion that he don't even know but you don't know that yeah. Like, yeah. like it's crazy like it's just like you uh, know alright so what do you ladies think about like the evolution of hip hop how it started off and where it is today. Well, I grew up in Cameroon, so I don't know <laughs> a whole lot about um, music here and how it was before. I came here in 2011, which was like enough time to learn, you know, and integrate the culture. But um, from what I've been able to see, and you were talking about the Lil' Kim era, which I know nothing about because I wasn't there during that time. Lil' Kim was hot, though. Yeah, but as far as Nicki, I can definitely see what you mean by, like, the way, like, the colorful wigs and, like, Mm -hmm. the um, plastic surgery and all that. And I definitely agree, like, music really influences um, communities, like, all, all across, even, like, the white kids, you know. They be trying to do, like, the same... You know, whatever is trendy, whatever is hot. Do you see right. this and, new and, thing you know, with, like, the little, like, white kids wearing, like, do-rags and stuff? Like, yeah. Sneakies? Yeah. And they doing, like, wave checks and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Does that work? It's a trend now. It's wave definitely checks. a trend now. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. It, like, music does influence our cultures. And the most, um, I think that the most, the, the worst part about it is that our young people are picking up on it and running with it basically so you can't well not that you can but it's really hard to for them for parents or like for everybody else to teach them what's right when they see what's cool what's trendy and that mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. is doing that same thing so why would they listen to you you're just an old head you know yeah so that i, I would say that is the biggest challenge what, moving like forward. cool yeah. They want to be doing what their peers is doing. Mm-hmm, exactly. If you're not doing it, you get ostracized for it. You Keeping know? up with yeah. the Joneses, as we call it. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, for me, like, the way that I feel that it's impacting the community, you know, it's a lot of rappers, you know, I feel that are out here that rap about a lot of stuff that they don't do. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're rapping about stuff that you don't do and you have young kids listening to it, they think that it's cool to try to do <laughs> to try to do it's a lot of them it is and also um like it used to be a lot of music you know back in the day where it was actually talking about you know people actually having wives and you know stuff like that now it's mm. like some of the music is degrading to women and yeah. it also like kind of pushes for like you to have a side joint instead of you, you don't even have songs like with, like love songs. Yeah, right? it's yeah. not yeah. like the it's most like popular bitch, songs bitch, bitch, right bitch. now is Bust Down Tatiana and yeah. mm-hmm. and I don't even want to get on Cardi B because I just don't listen to her at all. Like yeah. that's like you know that paradigm shift that the culture took. Yeah, like of course you have like. You do have some artists out here that is still doing the love song, still following the trends. Of course, you have the older generations, yeah, but, but with, they don't get that much with respect. That, it's just like whoever is controlling the music shit is just like I just want I want to hear shoot shoot bang bang booty shaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, let's talk about how iced out I am. 
I make all this money and I flip all this coke. Mm-hmm. And that's all I want to hear. I don't want to hear about, you know I mean, you uplifting your family. I don't want to hear about, you know I mean, you telling us all the wrongs and, and that's going on in the world, how we need to fix the world. I don't want to hear none of that shit. Yeah. I that's feel like that's, that's like how it's set up. Like, yeah. I feel like that's nothing about positivity, about. uplifting, and uh, 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 the ascension, like, or ascending, or raising the frequency of your people, like, or just the mindset of people, like, it's just like, we want to keep y'all in, like, this dumbed down, mm-hmm. violent mm-hmm. frequency, like, the shit is, is crazy. The lower you keep the people, the more they can't see what's going on. Exactly. And That's then, it probably changes, like, other people's perception of us, because, you know, some people, like, they don't try to look at you for who you really are. They'll look at you, like, for the things that you do, for what you wear, mm-hmm. and for mm-hmm. music that you listen to. Some white people could probably be like, you know what, this is that thug music, and if you listen to it, you're a thug, you mm-hmm. know? That's why they say, they say perception is reality. Yeah. yeah. Because that's just how the world is created. Like, that's pretty yeah. much how it's been built around us now. Like, it's mm-hmm. not, like, it's few people that actually, like, sit down and, like, have a conversation and try yeah. to get to know you. Like, I see it all the time, like, even when I'm walking, like, people are, like, standoffish. Like, a lot of people are standoffish with me because, like, one, they say, yo, I look, I look, I always look angry, which I don't know what the hell is that supposed to mean. I'm just a nonchalant person. Like, I always look angry, like, I'm, I'm big, I'm a, I look aggressive, or, like, what's the other word I'm looking for? Uh, intimidating. First off, if you black, you all of those. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Like, they don't even care. Perceived as all of them. Yeah, like, and they're like, you always look like there's something wrong with you. I'm like, oh, like, you just got your face on. I'm like, yo, it's bright as hell outside. Like, why the hell? I'm squinting. Like, this is crazy. It's like, in your eyes. You can't really see. Of course, like, you know, it's been windy for the past couple of days, so you got the wet tears coming out yeah, of your eyes. And then it's like, you don't even know me until you have a conversation. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, yeah. you know what? Like, you're like the sweetest person I ever met in my life. I'm like, what the hell was I before that? Like, yeah. what was I supposed to be? Like, some kind of monster or something? Because mm-hmm. you watch TV and all you see black people doing it. Like, I swear to God, like, it's like the only perception that most people have of black people is like what they see on like The Wire or Love and Hip Hop or some shit. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's very true. So, just talking about R&B songs also, like the love songs. We do got a few, like I was saying earlier, we do got a few artists that are still pushing it and everything, though they aren't being promoted a lot, um, simply because when it comes to the industry, whatever is hot is being promoted the most. Mm-hmm. That's what whatever they're pushing they, the most. Whatever, whatever they want. Yeah. yeah whatever because... they consider hot mm-hmm. or trendy. You s- they'll push certain songs like I feel like especially these mumble rappers it's a lot of them they'll put them more on the radio mm-hmm. you very rarely hear like J. Cole on the radio mm-hmm. and he's one of the most like yeah. respected people in the industry and like for him to be a very conscious rapper you know he can do all kinds of rap and you know he even sings and stuff sometimes too but I just feel like he's not pushed as much because he's not with the mainstream agenda that's you know. very true. J. Cole? Yeah. yeah no, he that's very refuses true. to conform to that. He's, he's, like they, he's, one of, he's definitely top five out right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, with his last album, he proved that he can do what today's rappers, like, you know, this this younger generation of rappers can do. As but well he, as, like, you know, go back to 
you know, the generation that we like, you know, the style of music that we like. Yeah. But then the crazy thing, like, he's even done things that, like, the so-called mama rappers have done, like, mm-hmm. put out an album that went platinum with no features. No features. Two, two albums went platinum without features. He's a very versatile artist. He's very talented. This this man is a genius. Yes. He don't get the credit that he deserves, but then at the same time, J. Cole does what he loves to do. And the people that like J. Cole are the people that relate to him. Yeah. That's the thing now, like with these generational uh, mumble rappers, that's what these younger generations are flocking to. Yeah, and that's you don't have to be able to spit bars to be able to make a hot song. You just have to have a beat and a catchy hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You need to be a catchy hook. You can talk about and have people twerking talk in the about how, exactly. how high you are. Talk about everything that's superficial, the chains, the rings, mm-hmm. you know, the guns. Yeah. Nah, but like it's even been like a new thing, like it's been like it went from mumble right now, it's just like super emo rap like like all this sad rap songs like like just like I don't think y'all listen y'all probably never heard of Juice World but like Juice World you got your Juice World uh I mean you could put a little Uzi in there the Triple X Tentation uh like them type dudes but that's the thing a lot of these younger like these younger people they're stressed out about a lot that they don't feel they can reach their parents on. You know, that they don't even feel like their friends can understand because suicide in the black community is high also. Yeah, that's another thing. Like, So they listen to these artists because they have, that, they have that connection. They feel like these artists get to them. They know what they're going through, that they're speaking to them. But at the same time, like, yeah, it's gotten more depressed. But that's because... It's These a level, generation of rappers and stuff. It's a level of disassociation yeah. going on. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's what happens. Point, Everybody's in their phones now. Yeah. yeah, like it's like a disassociation from like the parents to the children. Like it's like it's a disconnect somewhere. Yeah. Like, and the phones. Like, yeah, we can we can blame the phones because like I swear that's like. One of the only punishments I hear now, like, is he like, take no, phone, phone, no phone or no game, like, and then, like, I remember I didn't used to care about that, like, I would rather you be like, you know what I mean? You're not going no go outside. No game, like, <laughs> no game, you can go outside, but, like, if you was, like, oh, well, no you can't outside. take the game away from us, that's the I, end of the world. <laughs> Nah, You're like, no game? I was an outside, yeah, I was an outside kid, like. Yeah, but temper Sandra. Yeah, so, like, even if, like, if I was on punishment, it would be, like, no outside. I would still, like, play video games and stuff. Yeah. But if I, I would be pissed if I couldn't go outside. Oh, <laughs> well, we stayed outside also. We had a lot of friends on the block and stuff. We had, like, we had a lot of friends that became adopted children from my mother. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. our mother was their mother. So... Mm-hmm. Our house was always the chill spot. They come over to eat and everything to play around, especially if we're having like a family get together there for to come over. So we was like that was our fun time. Yeah, like us not being able to go outside, we was like, dang, because then they outside waiting on us, like, you know, can can Dom come out, can Isha come out, mm-hmm. come Fred, Vaughn come out. Nah, it'll be embarrassing. Grounded. Look, they you grounded. Be, you be waiting at the door to trying to listen to what she gonna say. 
<laughs> She'd be like, no, they're grounded. Be like... <laughs> Nowadays, it's just through text, group chats, mm-hmm. and everything. And I feel, I feel bad. Like I almost feel bad for parents, because how do you parent this generation? I feel like it's really like it's getting harder. Like, am I the only one? But that's why a lot of the younger generation uh, are so pent up. Like you know, are so focused on music because they're in their phones. Like. A lot of children have been given these devices at a very early age. They know how to, you know, pilot it better oh, yeah, than like we do. But so they're only listening to this type of music. They're already because the even crazier thing is, a lot of the parents is the ones that's putting them onto these devices because it's just like, oh, I don't want you to bother me here. Take this phone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, or I don't want you messing with me, so I'm gonna buy you this Xbox. Mm. And like, I'm not going. I'm not going to raise you. Or be a parent, be your parent, or tell, teach you, or guide you the way that I'm supposed to. So that's I'm gonna let you watch this. T- I'm gonna let you watch this TV. The reason. Yeah, I'm gonna let you watch this TV so you can watch, like, watch how they. You know what I mean, you can emulate these people on TV. You can go to school and get bullied or whatever, learn whatever. Like, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let that, I'm gonna let that teach you and guide you and teach you about life. I'm not gonna teach you about life myself. Like, that's something that we definitely need to start getting the reins on. Um, and start educating people on also because it's showing through the course of our generations that, and it's funny too, because the generations that grew up on the Frankie Beverly's and everything, they're more like the generations that stay together longer. They're more the generations, they they have their own uh, values and then we have the next generations that's more on rap and everything. Uh, cool Modi that's like, you know, about being hip and fly. Um, about like, you know, my style is better than yours. Um, Big Daddy Kane. And then we have another generation, like, you know, about 50 Cent. Uh, well, before then, Biggie, Tupac, Nas, Big Pun, you know. Um, then like, that's when that's when you start hearing oh the bitches and who yeah me and the it started bitch changing up over like, that's when all like that hit like that's when it hit right there like, queen now it's about you know calling women these terms and stuff derogatory terms degrading yeah. them and stuff devaluing them yeah that's exactly when it hit I think we're gonna be able to go back into a generation where. We're more in tune. We're already seeing it now. We're actually having more generational music that is more supporting of the black community, that's more supporting of, you know, teaching people how to be a king or showing off their pride and stuff that you're a king, you're a queen, like your skin is beautiful and everything. And we do have people that's coming around to that, that's more, uh, that's taking more to that. So I think it's going to be another uh, shift in the music industry, but we as the people, we actually need to help with that push. Yeah, we, we actually need to, need to support more of their music yeah. rather than the we music that's way, out here now. We have way, 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 way more control over the music industry than we actually think we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially Because we're the buying power. Yeah. Especially if, like, you're not dealing with streaming sites. Like, if we, what if we went back to, like, people, like, I mean, Buying CDs and stuff, like. Hmm. As a matter of fact, not even that. Like, you don't even got to do that now, cause now rappers, are, like rappers and entertainers, are so big they can literally make their own websites 
and sell their albums mm-hmm. on their own websites yeah. for a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. And then if you got your core fan base, like you're not gonna you're gonna make money. Period. Like, oh, I'm not gonna put my stuff on iTunes no more. Come to my website and you can buy this album, digital download, for eleven dollars. Like, or we can send you, like, we send you a hard copy, twelve dollars or whatever. Like, if all the rappers did it like that, like, there would be no iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, there wouldn't be none of that. Yeah, I agree. I and then, like, they agree. wouldn't be getting jerked. Like, people would be getting jerked during the streams. Mm-hmm. Like, I looked at one time. I looked at how much you get for streams. It was like, it's like literally like pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. Like, you get a million streams. It's like you get like. Thirty three thousand dollars, something like that. It's like thirty five hundred dollars. It'd be better to be for a million streams. Having your own masters and everything. Like what the hell? But I bust my ass to get a million views just to get thirty back everybody we hope you enjoyed our first topic please let us know your thoughts your comments what you liked what you didn't like about the first topic we want to hear from you so feel free to use um uh the anchor app um what is it called the call in feature the call in feature (laughs) on the anchor app to let us know or if you're watching us on youtube feel free to comment like share subscribe and um, next, we're going to pick an, uh, pick another topic to talk about. So, okay. Let's see. Drum roll, please. I wonder where we going now. Oh, these are stuck. Okay. Being labeled as a strong black woman. Mm. All right, you guys. Oh. So first, 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 we're going to start off with the ladies. So, yes. <laughs> so... I mean, I'm not labeled as a strong black woman. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I'll start off with this one, okay? Okay. So being labeled as a strong black woman, it could be, like for me, I feel like that's actually a compliment. But I mean, some people kind of perceive it as a a threat, you know? Because, you know, when people think about a strong black woman, they think, okay, you don't need help. You're too dependent, you know? And that's not really the case. I mean, strong black women know how to be submissive too, but it's just like when you're goal-oriented and you know exactly what you want in life and you know exactly how you plan to tackle it, Hmm. you know, some people kind of perceive that as you being too... What's the word I'm looking for? High strong. Hmm. High strong, stuck up, and also... Yeah, it's a whole bunch of stuff, you know. I don't... I feel like you and and I feel like picky is really the wrong word because you should be picky about exactly. just about everything and anything in your life if you want some like some I mean, kind it's of your life. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. And nobody should <laughs> tell you too picky. tell you how to what how and what to like what to like basically it's you and you have you have to be able to do that as far as being labeled or uh what is it? A strong black woman. A strong black woman. I feel like that's a compliment. I was raised yeah. by a very strong black woman, mm-hmm. and that's why I myself I um um I identify as a strong black woman. But um, I also feel like to a lot of people it's threatening, and also to our men, you know, 
um, unfortunately, but we'll work on that. Um, being a <laughs> being a strong black woman also doesn't mean that you don't need help. You want, um, especially in a relationship, you want your partner to you know feed off of that, or like you want to feed off of each other and mm-hmm. push each other to the top. So, I like I believe that it is like actually a compliment. Yeah, for and sure. Like for me, I feel like it's been looked at in the wrong way because I remember it was um. It was a video. What was the guy's name? He was off of Love and Hip Hop. <laughs> no, he was. He was. But um, I don't think those are like the best. Models. Okay, it's not the best model. But the thing is, like, I remember I was looking at the video, and he was like, you know, if you're a strong black woman, you know, and you're so independent, then you don't need me. You can pay your own bills. You can um. He was like, you can fuck yourself, and oh it was like, just a whole bunch of stuff. And I just was like, wow, all of that because. You know, this isn't somebody that has their hand out to you and somebody that you can basically take care of and mold into what you want. Yeah. I mean, uh, some men like that, though. Like, that's some men actually, like, look for that in women. Like, mm-hmm. like they really just, like, predators, like, like preying on weaker women. Like, But that's mm-hmm. the thing. You're preying on weak women. So... Like, that that's, should, that's that should say something right about there, you. Like, yeah. yeah. Why don't you say there's a misinterpretation about strong black women that, you know, they don't need you. They could do everything themselves. But the thing is, they want you. Yeah. And you would have to be a strong black man to be able to deal with yeah, that strong black man. Exactly. Yeah. Because like, there is power in submission. It is. That's what people don't understand. Everybody wants, like, women to be submissive to them. But that's the thing. There is power in submission. You know how strong a woman have to be to be like, baby, you got it. Do your thing. When she can do that herself, yeah. she's giving you the power. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I like, I, it, like, it says something about, like, you as a man when you, like, for example, are involved with a strong woman and and I'm not saying that there's certain things that you shouldn't complain about in a relationship because everybody when you come together there's always gonna be stuff that you bump heads about. Everybody yeah. has their preferences. Yeah. 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 But as far as like 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 the strong woman stereotype that we see out here, like the negative like the negative connotation that is with that I like I understand where it's coming from because we as black women were basically at the bottom of the food chain. You know, yeah. it was like black women, then I like and correct me if I'm wrong, black men, then white women, then white men. You know. Yeah. So now that we're actually coming up and we're demanding respect and our voices to be heard, people don't like that, you know, and and that's why it's creating all of that. But you want, like, I feel like as a black man, you would want your child to be raised by a strong woman, mm-hmm. by a, a strong black woman, like a woman that you can actually, like, that you would want your daughter to be in the future. So mm-hmm. if you're, that's correct. If you want to be with like a woman who's like, I don't want to say like a, what's the word? Weak. I'm looking, yeah, like I don't want to say that, but. Like if you, like is like is that what you would you would want your daughter to be, and would you want your daughter to be with a man like you, who, I don't know, like treats his mother a certain way. I feel like it's kind of a, 
double-edged sword. I don't know. Yeah, especially, like, now that we're in the day and age where, like, it's a lot of black women that are going and, you know, it's a it's a high rise in the black women who have degrees and mm-hmm. black women, especially in the medical field. Mm-hmm. You know, the black women are actually taking over in the medical the field. And also, the yeah, and also different areas as well. Like, um, it was a woman. I think she was, what was it, a nanoscientist or something like that? The first mm-hmm. ever. I'll have to look into that again, but... Yeah, like, engineering for sure. I have a, a friend. No, yeah, she's like a. I call her my cousin because we're all Cameroonians. So, and like when she first came here, she was um she wanted to study in engineering, and I'm not sure like where she's working in the field right now. Mm. But she's she graduated. She got her master's degree in engineering, and my little sister actually wants to study chemical engineering and i'm like i'm all for it very supportive of it that's wonderful yeah all right so guys how are you feeling about this topic i mean strong black what is it what is to be labeled as a strong black yeah being labeled as a strong black woman it's it's a definitely a gift and a curse Mm -hmm. i would agree with that yeah it's a gift and a curse just it's cause like you wanna be you wanna be considered a strong person, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you don't wanna be so strong that it makes people standoffish towards you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's usually the case. Also, like uh, a lot of us, we see a strong black woman, and you think like you know she feels that she's too good for us. Yeah, but we one thing about one thing about men though. It could be like they're so used to. I don't want to say weak women, but like I a guess a certain type of woman. Yeah, a certain Being type of charge. woman that's not a more assertive woman. They're not used to women right. being more assertive, and they don't like it. So they're like, "I'm out. Like I'm not going to deal with her. Like I don't need to deal with that." Like that was their feeling of intimidation that we spoke on earlier. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So, like, there's a lot of men like that, like, and then, like, the funny thing about that, like, if you're a real man, and, like, even if you run into, like, a woman like that, if you're a man and you are assertive, like, she will submit to you, like, period, like, so I don't, like, it's just, like, that's, that's like, the whole gift and the curse thing, like, but, like, I don't, I I don't think, I love, I love strong black women, like, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even want to be with a a black woman if I didn't consider her strong enough to deal with me, because I got my issues, like, Mm -hmm. so I'm gonna need you to be, I, we both need to be here for each other for the long haul, like, and if you're not here, like, I don't even want to deal with you, like, because that's the thing, like, brother to brother, like, I would ask you this. When you see, or when, if you're approached or you approach a strong black woman and you realize the ambition that she has, the goals that she have, and the projections that she see herself in life, wouldn't that make you want to be a better man? Absolutely. In part Absolutely. of it you want to, you, you, yeah. you're supposed to want better for yourself. And then once you, you're with your significant other and she has that same drive that you have mm-hmm. and she wants better for yourself not only for herself but for you too and she wants to build with you like mm-hmm. that's like the greatest thing in the world like you yeah. like you can never go wrong with with finding somebody like that like, yeah. yeah 
I've always believed in that, like, and I feel, I almost feel corny for, like, speaking that up because I feel like this, it's not even, like, it's not the vibe of this generation, you know? Mm. It's no, like, it's about, like, what you have, what you can give me yeah. and stuff. And I've never, like, I've never been like that. I've Let's always, start making it the vibe. Yeah, exactly. Let's change that because I've always believed that as long as you're together, you have mutual respect. And you know what you both of you know what you want as individuals separately. Mm-hmm. You can bring it together and make it and yeah, build empire. something bigger. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. like that's where. And then, like a that. lot of people, they don't have the perception of like everything. Like it's it's bigger than you. It's not just about you. Yeah. It's, it's it's a a bigger, super duper big picture. Depending on the bubble that you live in. Like, you might have, you know what I mean, just a bubble that surrounds you. Some people got bubbles that cover the whole universe, and that's just how they see things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, it all depends on that, too. And then just your willingness to want to expand your mindset when it comes to things, especially in relationships, especially when dealing with strong black women, because you might be so used to doing, you know what I mean, doing your routine or mm-hmm. doing your what you do, you know what I mean, with the women that you've been with before and then you run into her and then you try to be on the same type of time and she be like, oh, hell no, we not doing that. Yeah. You gonna be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, oh, I'm out of here. Like, that might, be, like that might be your first, like, that might be your first thought. Like, oh, I'm out of here. I'm not dealing with that. Like, she just told me no. Like, she trying to change me. But, like, in reality, it's not even her trying to change you. She just wants better for you, and she just peeped that you want some nut shit. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. If you look at a lot of movies that are out now, they're centered around strong black women. And you see, like, literally in these movies, there's these alpha males, these strong black men and stuff that are used to having things their way. Mm-hmm. And the second they get introduced they're to the strong super, black woman, they're either super duper ridiculously like aggressive <laughs> alpha males or they're mm-hmm. bitches. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. But that's the thing. As soon as they get introduced to this strong black woman, two things either happen. It messes up what they do or they end up falling for her. Mm-hmm. Because that's something they never had before. And she introduced a lot to them that they never experienced. Mm-hmm. So that's that that's like that Be determines like what kind of man eyes you are. To a whole new world. Mm-hmm. Whether you're gonna crumble under that or whether you're gonna continue to pursue that and have a healthy relationship, like you know, to have a better life with it. In the day it's all up to you, man. Yeah, like, your preference. And how, and how you conduct yourself in your relationship with your significant other. Like, I remember, like, even, like, somebody was talking about, like, gifts and, like, buying stuff for your significant other. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you do that? Like, why not? First of all, it's all how you conduct yourself in the relationship with your significant other. Like, if you conduct yourself in a manner where I feel as though me showing genuine love for you, I'm going to buy you a gift. And I don't want nothing in return. That's right. just how I feel. Like, that's just the way that... That's how you conduct yourself. But if you want some nut shit, and like, you know what I mean? You always, you know what I mean? Texting other dudes, and you be out at the club every weekend or something. Like, you might ask me for $20. I'm like, 
glass homeboy that you was just at the club <laughs> with. Like, that's just how shit is. It's all, it's all how you conduct yourself. Yeah. And then, like, another thing is, like, I would, like, it's, like, you can't ask somebody, like, why would you buy a gift for this? And like, first of all, how they conduct themselves in a relationship is not your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm definitely right about that. But That's one thing we need to stop doing also, living our relationships by other people's standards. Yeah, yeah those, like, relationship goals that they have. And, like, it's, like, basically painting, like, a pretty picture, but the, the heavy work, everything that goes into it is not acknowledged. It's mm-hmm. It takes a lot more than like nice pictures and Gucci bags to yeah. make a healthy strong relationship mm-hmm. that can withstand this um, test of time you know and that's why people don't understand like and we have to we really have to change that because I believe in the institution of marriage <laughs> but I don't know if this generation <laughs> does you know because people want mar- what they want marriage as we see it right now well as they have it is set up is is a business. Mm-hmm. It's it's, it's the it's the merging of two corporations. Like, yeah, basically. Like say if like you know I mean it's me and then my significant other would be I mean the wills, the wills corporation and this corporation are merging and we're gonna you know I mean now we're gonna do business together whatever we do like I mean and that's why like divorces are like one of the like. Like marriage is like one of the biggest monetizing businesses in the war in the U.S. right now. Like, and right behind it is the, like the divorce. Like all that goes under under the marriage umbrella. Yeah. Marriage, mm-hmm. divorce, counseling, mm-hmm. children, like all that stuff. Like they make so much money off of that shit. Like, yeah. But I do feel like um, like for me, marriage is still secret. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely secret. You know. For me, it's a lot more to that because when you're having children with someone, number one, what if I get sick and, you know, I need someone to make medical decisions for me? You know, if you're not married to someone, they're going to go to your parents. They're not going to go to your boyfriend or your girlfriend. And when it's time to divide up your assets to your children, like they're not going to be like, okay, well, this was her boyfriend. What do you think about it? They're going to think they're going to go outside of that or they're going to give it away to someone yeah. else. And for yeah. me, most of the time they give it to your next of kin if you don't have mm-hmm. yeah. anybody like set up. Yeah. But, I, oh, well, oh, no, but I mean, like when I say when I talk about marriage, I don't mean like just the titles because you can have all the titles you want and your relationship can still be trash. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, like real commitment, real wanting to like be together and make it work and being about about like your goals and about each other about mm-hmm. uplifting each other that's what i mean like by marriage and that that to me is m- worth more than just a piece of paper yeah you know because so. that's all it really is now is a piece of paper just documentation or before when it came to marriage there was more like a spiritual thing it was more like a sacred thing a sacred act um, it's, it's two parties, it's two spirits joining together to become one. It's two entities. Back in the one. ancient times, you couldn't even, like, first, the father would marry their daughter off, mm. too, would give their daughter give off. Them. Yeah. And then not only that, like, they had to be a virgin. Like, they mm-hmm. had to be, I mean, like, they had, couldn't have had sex because that was, like, that was how the contract was 
was made yeah. between the two families, like when they consummated during the marriage, that was the that's how the two families became one. Mm-hmm. And the dowry mm-hmm. is also big, especially back home in um, in Cameroon and like in many parts of Africa. Like you have to, the man who's coming, whoever is coming to marry the daughter, has to like have like. 10 goats or, or like this amount of like spend this amount of money so it's basically like a business transaction i give you mm-hmm. all of this and you give me the woman hmm. okay yeah that's a like this is what you're sacrificing yeah to get that's, that's mm-hmm. something else that is like still going on today but what we would like to ask all of our viewers all of our listeners when it comes to marriage, when it comes to what a strong black woman is, what are your perception on it? If I want to know what y'all think. <laughs> yeah, please tell us. Tell we want us. to call know. in, comment mm-hmm. in the comment section. Like below. and subscribe. Do share all that stuff. Friends. All that good stuff. Talk amongst yourselves. Share mm-hmm. with your friends. All that good stuff let's build this community together but thank you for listening to deep rooted again this is your cast saying peace and love Bye. all right guys what's up deep rooted podcast i'm tony the don ceo of hustle vision entertainment also executive producer for the deep rooted podcast welcome to the midnight you probably won't see me that much because i'm behind the camera and also doing the sound and the editing but at this time we want to urge you to please Give us a consideration to check out our donations feature, the support feature that Anchor allows us for you guys to give us some support. We're trying to grow the community of the podcast and also help the podcast, you know, just grow more financially. And you know, that's why we say helping out with black economics. But, um, you know, whatever content to you, whatever kind, whatever contributions you feel like you should give, we appreciate all. And also feel free to check out the link which is in the podcast description and also the YouTube description if you're watching us on YouTube so you guys can check out all the new merchandise. That Midnight Entertainment shirts, King-ish, Queen-ish, Queen-ish, and also another Midnight Entertainment in various colors. Like I said before, thanks for watching the Deep Rooted Podcast. The link to the merchandise is in the Teespring down below. And stay tuned next week for another awesome episode. Peace. Peace. Bye.